Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weekday Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. And the world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646-915-8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweed's Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit the Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. All right. I love the whistles in there. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, everybody. Can't believe it's June already. Yeah, I know that's crazy, so let's fill up a bomb. Why not? Because I've been rushing around all morning, <laughs> so I'm a little late to my own show. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got lots to talk about today. We've got to talk about the FDA and Arizona's mandate for um, testing cannabis, which should always have been the case. I mean, seriously. Yeah. I don't know what's in it. I don't want to be taking it. Although, I will say, it is strange the way people are so dedicated to their to the medicine that the doctor that their doctors are prescribing them, even though they you know the, the side effects are things like oh you know suicidal thoughts uh you're gonna kill your neighbor you're gonna you know who knows it's just internal bleeding is my favorite one are you kidding me what the heck um so anyway welcome to Weed Day Wednesday everybody golf clap Woo-hoo. so we're loading up some OG Kush here in the bong. And um, we're just going to keep chatting for a second until I uh, get this going because what, what kind of a radio show would this be if we didn't have the weed with us, right? I mean, come on. So let's get the weed going. And we'll chat about what we're going to chat about. We're going to actually read um, some more. We're going we're gonna to start reading again the initiative that's coming out uh, because next week we're super excited. We have the writers of the initiative are going to come on our show. Yes, that's right. Alex Country, Tracy Fields, um, they're going to come on and talk to us about uh, what this initiative means to them, why they wrote it the way they did, and we'll talk about some of the parts of the initiative. Um, they've, they've got an initiative where you can be 18 and older to own it, grow it, sell it, smoke it, do whatever you want with it. Bathe in it. We don't care. A lot of people are doing bath bombs with me. So good. But, so we're going to ask them all those kinds of groovy little questions uh, as to who, what, where, why, when, and how. And, um, well, it's taking me a long time to get to my bond here. But, you know, you got to put some teeth on. got to do a little hash. Thank God uh, concentrates are legal. Woo! That's some scary stuff. Here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. All right. Oh, I guess you missed the drubble of that. Okay. Let's see. Let's talk about um, the FDA for a second. Um, The FDA hosted a hearing on May 31st to find out what they'd say about CBD. Let's do a little CBD reading here. (coughs) Uh, CBD products have surged in popularity despite confusion around their legal status. Now, (coughs) U.S. regulators are exploring ways the hemp ingredient might officially be allowed in food, drinks, and dietary dietary supplements. 
uh, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration held a hearing to collect information about cannabis compounds such as CBD, which is already available in candy, syrups, oils, drinks, skin patches, and dog food. There's a mass confusion in the market, said Peter Mass of the Food Marketing Institute, one of dozens of speakers who addressed the FDA panel. Other speakers, including uh, academic researchers, businesses, and consumer advocates, urged the FDA to move quickly, noting that the industry is growing rapidly with little oversight. <laughs> True. Uh, this is raising concerns about the accuracy of product labels and people not realizing how much they may be consuming through various products. That's true, too. Labeling is huge here. Before the hearing began, Acting FDA Commissioner Ned Sharpless noted critical questions remain about the safety of CBD, such as how much is safe uh, to use daily and uh, the compound's effects on pregnant women and children. CBD often comes from a cannabis plant known as hemp, which is defined by the U.S. government as having less than 0.3% THC, the compound that causes marijuana's mind-altering effects. CBD does not cause that high, um, but fans of the products claim benefits, including relief for pain and anxiety. For now, the FDA has said that CBD is not, I repeat, not allowed in food, drinks, and supplements. Yeah. But given the agency's limited resources, many do not expect the agency to enforce the position unless products make explicit health claims that could endanger people. Adding to the confusion, some states like Colorado allow it in food and drinks. In New York City, where officials have warned it's not allowed in food and drinks, restaurants and stores have continued selling it. Well, that's interesting. No food, drinks, or dietary supplement claims. So you can't, that's, so they'll let you vaporize it, which is weird. Um, you could do tinctures, which, uh, uh, do they consider that a food? Uh, gel caps, is that a food because you're ingesting it? I mean, what, what are they defining as food here? Because if it's something that you put in your body, then <laughs> it's kind of all food. <laughs> all right. Oh, there's my little teeth tool. I was looking for you. <laughs> you know, the little scrapers you get at the bottom of your um, grinders. Okay. So let's see. Uh, we all, we want to give a shout out to Tumbleweed Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down for your certification. We've got some fantastic staff and doctors down there to wait to uh, help you get all your needs met through cannabis or CBD. And you don't need a card to come on down. Just come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We're at Broadway and Swan on the southeast side. It's a renovated home. So Look for that. Not necessarily. It's brick and mortar. <laughs> it's a building, so just look for it. There's all sorts of signs out front. Uh, we'd like to give a shout out to Growers House at 3635 East 34th Street. Get on down there for uh, all your growing needs for any plant. It doesn't matter if you want to do cannabis or or tomatoes or cucumbers. Um, in fact, I've seen them grow like basil and they grow down there. All sorts of great, cool things in their grow tents they have on display down there. Uh, they've got a huge new warehouse full of all your growing needs. Check them out online at growershouse.com and they'll probably match or beat any price. Don't quote me on that. But I'm pretty sure they, they'll match or beat any price. <laughs> so, yeah, tell them I said that. Um, sad to the confusion. But go down there and see them and, and see the equipment you're going to buy and look at the nutrients you're going to add to your plants and check out the dirt, feel the dirt, look at the dirt, smell it, touch it. I don't know if you want to taste it because, you know, it's dirt, but <laughs> you do want to take a look at it and see what's going on down there. Uh, also, we want to give a shout out to Canna Health Online Digital Magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. That's right. Check it out. And if you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, you can actually click on, they're one of our sponsors, so you can click on that sponsor link, and it'll take you right there. Same with the grower stuff. Click on either of the links, and it'll get you there. 
Also, if you want to get your cannabis card, if you're feeling like that's the thing for you and that just might do the trick, uh, come on down. Check out tumbleweedshealthcenter.com first. Um, there is a medical marijuana certification section. You can book an appointment right online. And it tells you what conditions qualify you. It also tells you how much it is. It's $249. That includes the $150 state fee. If you are on food stamps, your price is reduced to $174. That's right. I'm not sure why they chose food stamps. Probably because it's a very difficult program to get into. I mean, you really have to have nothing to get the food stamps. Um, <clears throat> and let's see, what else? Uh, $50 valuations. If you do not have medical records within the last 12 months, there are some conditions we can evaluate you for. And um, that makes it a two-day process. We don't do it all in one day. We like to separate out our uh, appointments. For clarification, walk-ins are welcome. Please call in advance to check daily availability. Some days are just busier than others, and we don't want you sitting around. But you're welcome to walk right in. If you wait more than an hour, we're going to just suggest you make an appointment because we don't want you to get frustrated. We have interpreters for the deaf and hard of hearing. So if you're reading this or hearing this and you know some deaf or hard of hearing people and they need some assistance, come on down to Tumbleweed. We do that for free. Patients under 18 must have current medical records with a valid diagnosis. Uh, an ID is required. There are two doctor appointments required. There is a caregiver fee of $200 uh, that is required from the state in addition to the state fee, which is already $150. So right off the bat, you're looking at a whole lot of money for kids under 18, but it's worth it if they need it. And um, the, there are fingerprints required for the caregiver, and you can get those at various places in town. In fact, that's a good idea. I will put that on the website in different places. The Academy of Driving is right across the street, and they're fantastic, super quick, super helpful, and pretty reasonably priced. Um, house calls. We do house calls for patients that can't leave. We will come to your home or your facility. You just need to email us your current medical records and your address, and we'll get back to you uh, with your price and confirmation as soon as our doctor takes time to review those records. And the price is $249 plus a travel fee, and that just depends according on distance. All right. Um, process and filing fee. If you uh, if your own doctor was willing to write out the um, certification form, kudos to them. You're awesome. And if you want help <laughs> filling it out online, we will do that for you for just $35. Uh, we will take your picture. We'll send all the documents to the state, upload, download, sideload, and just get them loaded in there. Um Cannabis consultations, that's a separate 15-minute consultation with a cannabis consultant to discuss your medicine and how to use it with your specific needs safely. And that's $50. Okay, so if you are suffering from any of these conditions, we can help you get a card. PTSD, that's the one condition the state of Arizona says you must be going through ongoing um, treatment with your doctor have to have a note from your doctor. We can't eval or diagnose that one for you. Cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, uh, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's disease. In addition, you're eligible for medical cannabis if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease, medical condition, or treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or medical condition that produces severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including uh, multiple sclerosis. So if you suffer from any one of those. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. That's right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. 
You can email thctucson at gmail.com if you have any questions that you didn't find answers to on the website. And um, please come on down to 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. We are open seven days a week now. That's great, great. That's right. We're not doing certifications on Sundays yet, folks. Don't you worry about it. We're getting to that because we know that some people only have Sundays off. It's crazy. Some people work six days a week and they get that Sunday off. And they're like, all right, I'd like to make a Sunday appointment. And we're like, oh, um, we don't have it yet. But soon we will. All right. So what I want to do is just say hello, give a shout out to uh, our little runner out there in the world, Silver Sister. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. It's evening over there in Grand Island And uh, Cannabis Kid is not here today again. I know, but he'll be here next week, so don't you worry. So shout out to the Cannabis Kid. He's out being Cannabis Kid. Okay. So what we're going to do is I'm going to, um, oh, there's an article I want to read to y'all. Um, this is, uh, so this is from uh, azmarijuana.com. Clap it up for them. Great website, full of information. You can find our doctor's information and um, how to get in touch with us on there, as well as all sorts of stuff. There's clothing and cartridges and you name it, from C to C. <laughs> on May 28th, the Arizona Legislature passed SB 1494, which mainly pertains to requiring dispensaries to test their cannabis for toxins by a third-party lab. However, a last-minute amendment in the bill pertains to making Arizona medical marijuana cards valid for two years instead of one. Mm -hmm. The bill is headed to Governor Doug Ducey's office with uh, Governor Ducey's signature Arizona medical marijuana cards would be valid for two years, thus saving patients from a $150 annual state fee as well as an $80 to $150 annual visit to a medical marijuana doctor. Uh, the amendment says, quote, all registry identification cards and registration certificates expire two years after their date of issue, quote. Arizonans with at least one qualifying health condition can obtain a medical marijuana card Arizona's qualifying conditions are chronic pain, like back pain, arthritis, migraines, fibromyalgia, uh, cancer, glaucoma, HIV, AIDS, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. Um, and we read the whole list just a minute ago, but uh, if you have a chronic or debilitating disease or the medical condition or just a treatment that causes wasting syndrome, cachexia, PTSD, uh, nausea, nausea, seizures, including those uh, characteristic of epilepsy, and severe or persistent muscle spasms, including those characteristic of multiple sclerosis. So um, there you go. I'm glad that they're going to be um, testing. They're supposed to test already, I believe, but I'm not sure why that is. So. Anywho, um, I think we are going to... Um, just start reading this this uh, initiative again because we're going to have them on air next week. So we thought, well, we'll just do a little refresher, maybe throw in a little more news, and we'll go from there. So let's see. They submitted it January 14, 2019, an initiative measure amending Title III. Uh, this is uh, IO8-2020. Amending Title III, Arizona Revised Statutes by adding Chapter 21, amending Section 13-3401, Arizona Revised Statutes, repealing Section 13-3405, Arizona Revised Statutes, amending Sections 36-2501 and 36-2512, Arizona Revised Statutes, amending Title 42, Chapter 3, Arizona Revised Statutes by adding Article 13 relating to cannabis. Text of proposed amendment is as follows. Now, this is just the proposed text, so <clears throat> if you have questions, oh, I didn't write it down. <laughs> I mean, I didn't print it out. <laughs> if you have questions, write them down as we will, and uh, or blog them to me, and we'll write them down, and we'll have them ready for next week. Be it enacted by the people of the state of Arizona 
Section 1 short title, this act may be cited as the Arizona Cannabis Justice Act. Okay. Section 2, findings. The people of the state of Arizona find and declare the following. Number 1. Marijuana and cannabis have been used safely for thousands of years for recreational, medical, religious, and industrial purposes. Cannabis is one of the most efficacious plants known to man. I can't even say that word, sorry. Uh, Two, the states of Colorado, Washington, Oregon, California, Maine, Massachusetts, Nevada, and Alaska, and Washington, D.C., have all legalized the adult use of marijuana and cannabis and have enjoyed a substantial in Uh, increase in tax revenue as a result. Three, in states that have legalized or medicalized, there have been a decrease in teen use of medical, uh, of marijuana and cannabis. Four, industrial hemp was uh, was cultivated by several of our founding fathers, including George Washington, and was a staple of the American economy until the advent of prohibition. Industrial hemp is non-psychoactive, has many industrial applications, and is lawfully produced in several states in America and in many nations, including China and Canada, to the great benefit of their farmers and economies. Five, in the largest meta-study to date, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration concluded in 2015 that there is no correlation between cannabis use and automobile accidents Moreover, unlike alcohol, multiple studies have also found that the level of THC in a person's system cannot be reliably used to establish whether or not a person is impaired. Amen. Because that's totally, that's just scientifically scientifically true. The former chief administrative lodge, six. The former chief administrative law judge of the United States Drug Enforcement Administration, DEA, Francis Young, determined correctly that, quote, marijuana in its natural form is one of the safest therapeutically active substances known to man, quote. Seven, monopolies and oligopolies of any industry in the state of Arizona are anti-ethical and to the values of Arizonans, and the cannabis industry is no exception. Commerce should be left to the free market, and its production and sales should be regulated only to the extent as the production and sale of any other fruit or vegetables, such as tomatoes or grapes. Let's stay out of our garden. In the eight. In the interest of public health and safety to protect and maintain individual rights and the personal freedom and to better focus state and local law enforcement resources on crimes involving violence and personal property, marijuana and cannabis should be removed from the Arizona Uniform Controlled Substances Act and the possession, use, production, and sale of marijuana and cannabis should be removed from Arizona's criminal code decriminalized and legalized for adults who are at least 18 years of age. Nine, uh, states should, states are not required to enforce federal law or prosecute people for engaging in activities prohibited by federal law. Therefore, implementation of this act is not preempted by federal law or causes the state of Arizona to violate federal law. 10. The purpose of this act is to decriminalize and legalize the use, production, manufacture, and sale of marijuana and cannabis for persons who are at least 18 years of age to remove laws currently in existence existence that prohibit such activities and to protect persons from arrest and prosecution, criminal and other penalties, and property forfeiture if such persons engage in the possession, use, production, or sale of marijuana and cannabis pursuant to this act. Okay, there you go. Uh, Section 3, Chapter 21, Title 3, Arizona Revised Statute is amended by adding Chapter 21 to read. Chapter 21, Arizona Cannabis Justice Act, Article 1, General Provisions. 3-3701, Definitions. In this chapter, the following definitions shall apply. One, 
quote, cannabis, quote, shall be defined to include the following. <laughs> A, all plants of the genus cannabis and any and all parts of such plants, whether growing or not. B, well, that seems like it covers the whole thing to me. <laughs> um, hello, guys. Speaking on the green <laughs> I didn't B, any and all parts of the plants of the genus cannabis, including but not limited to the flower, leaves, stalks, stems, roots, fiber, and seeds of such plants. C, the resin and oil extracted from any and all parts of the plants of the genus cannabis. D, every compound, salt, derivative, mixture, and preparation of the plants of the genus cannabis. E, any and all substances resulting from the mixture, manufacture, and preparation of the resin extracted from any and all parts of plants of the genus cannabis, and F, any and all cannabinoids derived from any and all parts of plants of the genus cannabis, including but not limited to THC, CBD, and CBG. Okay. So that's what cannabis is going to be. You've got seven definitions right there, and I think it pretty much covers the whole thing. I think it covers the whole thing. Even the sticky, sticky gooiness. Okay. Two. Cannabis accessories, quote, shall be defined as equipment, products, and materials of any kind that are used, intended for use, or designed for use in planting, propagating, cultivating, growing, Harvesting, manufacturing, compounding, converting, producing, processing, preparing, testing, weighing, measuring, analyzing, packaging, repackaging, storing, containing, concealing, converting, ingesting, inhaling, or otherwise introducing cannabis into the human body or animal body or the isomerization of cannabis. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> That's the cannabis accessory. Uh, three, cannabis product shall be defined to include any product containing cannabis that is ready for use or that is to be further processed and manufactured for industrial, commercial, or any other uh, non-food purpose. Cannabis products shall include but not be limited to clothing, building materials, paper, fiber, fuel, hemp, Lime biocomposite material, lubricants, plastic, paint, animal feed, veterinary medicine, or any other such product and the use of such products. All right. Four, commercial grow. Here's what a commercial grow is. Commercial grow, quote, shall be defined as any large-scale farming cultivation of cannabis plants for wholesale to another business that is engaged in the retail sale of cannabis or cannabis products to commercial growth, except for exempt, ex, except for exemptions otherwise provided for in this chapter, are subject to generally applicable Arizona agricultural laws and regulations <clears throat> pertaining to other agricultural commodities, including, but not limited to, tomatoes, lettuce, and any other common produce. Okay. Five. Commercial production shall be defined as the manufacturing or processing of cannabis and cannabis products for wholesale to another business that is authorized to sell retail items of any kind. So big scale stuff. Number six, food product quote, shall be defined as every cannabis product in its natural or manufactured state that is intended for human or animal consumption and shall include but not be limited to the dried cannabis flower, hashish oil, concentrate seed, live plants, food and drink, and all cannabis, whether intended for recreational, spiritual, nutrition, or any other use. Right. A small farm, number seven. Small farm, quote, shall be defined as commercial productions or um Properties from one acre to 100 acres in oh in size that have no plant limit, that are operated by persons who are 18 years of age or older, 
and that are engaged in the cultivation or manufacturing or any other use of cannabis and cannabis products for distribution through wholesale and retail sale. Number eight. All right, so hang on one second. We are going to uh, just, we're going to take a little break for number eight. Puff, 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 puff. I'll be blazing and smoking it, about to go and get some munchies next Passing up on those cracker jacks, Reese's pizzas are where it's at Gotta get me some soda, pop cotton mouth has been creeping up I can't remember where I put my keys, yeah, that's what's up I'ma take your grandpa's ride, I'ma take your grandpa's ride No, for real, ask your grandpa, can I take a 65? Deville cruising to my local Publix Nothing better than rolling with two super fly chicks They have frozen burritos, I bought frozen burritos I bought some Ben and Jerry's, and then I bought some Cheetos Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs would be like, ah, oh, they got volcano I'm gonna smoke some weed Only got twenty dollars in my pocket I'm a hunt, looking for a pot shop This is fucking know about the science of marijuana what you know about people suffering from glaucoma they need it they need it it helps them with their condition if you don't believe me then just ask some eye physicians thank your granddad for voting for that guy richard nixon is the president who made the plant illegal but science is now showing that it's medicine for people and the private sector fighting to keep all of that illegal alcohol and tobacco pharmaceutical prisons i'll take those four major lobby groups and fight those motherfuckers they're making money day and night all those motherfuckers and bribing congress out of sight all those motherfuckers They'd be like, oh, it's immoral and unhealthy I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits And they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interest I call that getting swindled and pimped shit I call that getting tricked by the government That law's hella old So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control Peak game, look into my political telescope Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't Not hella won't Being a hypocrite, you used to smoke weed, fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed, only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a run, looking for a pot shop, this is fucking awesome. Let's end the war on drugs, it's time to pull the plug. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate thugs. Let's end the war on weed, the people have agreed. Get to the end of the song, I'm like, ah, I didn't do my bong yet. <laughs> gotta do your bong break, you know? <laughs> All right, we're reading the initiative, and um, we'll just get right back to it. Let's see here. We were took a break for number eight. Okay. We are reading the 08-2020 initiative for legalization. The first one to come out um, and get filed, I believe. Okay, uh, eight, manufacturer quote, manufacturer shall be defined to include the compounding, blending, extracting, infusing, or otherwise 
to make or prepare a cannabis product. That's it. You're, you're making it. Number nine, a home garden means uh, <clears throat> shall be defined as any cultivation of cannabis with no plant limit at a person's place of residence. Okay, so wherever you live, you can grow as much as you want. There you go. All right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Number 10, personal use, quote, shall be defined as but is not limited to the consumption or processing of genus cannabis by persons who are at least 18 years of age for relaxation, meditative, religious, uh, recreational, medical, or any other purposes. So if you're 18 years of age or older, you can do whatever you want with it. Number 11, um, which is just how it should be anyway. It's a plant for crying out loud. Uh, number 11, quote, producer, a producer shall be defined as owners or tenants of agricultural lands, orchards, farms, small farms, home gardens, and commercial groves on which food products are grown, raised, or prepared for market. There you go. I love it. Prepared for market. I love it. It's like take your eggs down to the farmer's market, take your lettuce, take your cannabis. You put your weed in it. It's the little thing. You got to laugh. You've got to laugh. It's a really good medicine. All right. There you go. Okay. 3 3702. This is repeal of cannabis prohibition, amendments, and legalization of cannabis. All right. A. Notwithstanding any law to the contrary, the genus cannabis plant, cannabis products, cannabis accessories, and their use as defined in this act, are hereby decriminalized and lawful. There you go. B, Arizona Medical Marijuana Act. Number one. See, we were in time. Okay, good. Uh, If any of the provisions of this act are found to be in conflict with any of the provisions of the Arizona Industrial Hemp Program or the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act and associated regulations, the provisions in this act shall prevail in favor of the individual person or persons and against the government or ed- any other entity in any civil, criminal, or administrative action. Ooh, that's pretty big time. This says this trumps everything. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, two. No, C. Sorry, C. Uh, The following Arizona revised statute prohibiting marijuana and cannabis is hereby repealed. One, Section 133405, Arizona revised statutes is repealed. D, the following Arizona revised statutes relating to marijuana and cannabis are hereby amended as provided in this act. Um, And it says, Section 133401.4, Arizona Revised Statute, is stricken and shall not be reintroduced into law directly or indirectly at any time now or in the future. And that applies to the next uh, several sections I will read to you. Section 133401.19, Section 133401.20W, Section 133401.36H, Section 362501A2, Section 362501A8E, and Section 362512A3W. So that applies Arizona Revised Statutes. Bills are stricken and shall not be reintroduced to Arizona law directly or indirectly at any time now or in the future. Okay, and here we go. Personal cultivation shall be subject to the following. E, this is E. Number one, all persons are authorized to cultivate cannabis with 1% THC or less, but persons under the age of 18 shall not cultivate cannabis with more than 1% THC. However, such persons under the age of 18 may be involved with the care and maintenance of home gardens, small farms, and commercial grow 
at the discretion of their parent or legal guardian or employer. So just like you grow up on the farm, you still be able to do it. All right. Two, all persons who are at least 18 years of age are authorized to cultivate cannabis without restriction on plant count or THC for personal or commercial use. Small farms are not restricted to a specific number of plants. Okay, well, there's a good question. It said small farms aren't uh, limited to it. Okay, well, I, I thought you could you could just grow whatever the heck you wanted. Okay. Um, three, there shall be no limit on the number of cannabis plants, clones, seedlings, and, and seed in a home, garden, small farm, or commercial grow. There you go. Right there. Um, <clears throat> and seed is important because you can have seeds lie around and if, you know, the police decide that you're in trouble, they'll count that seed either as weight or individual plants. It's um, really crazy. Okay. No upper limit. <laughs> Four. All persons at least 18 years of age are authorized to own and maintain a home garden completely at the discretion of the individual. Well, that should just be, you know, get out of, stay out of my garden. Uh, five. That should just be it. That should just be the case. It shouldn't, you know. But good. Five. The person cultivating the cannabis plant shall also be permitted to possess, use, sell. Manufacture and transport the cannabis produced from such cultivation and may also transfer such cannabis to other persons who are at least 18 years of age. Okay. Six, all persons at least 18 years of age who are owners of small farms and commercial grows are authorized as producers and may own and operate such small farms and commercial grows provided the person obtains a transaction privilege tax license and adheres to agriculture regulations as provided in this chapter. So that just means we'll be paying taxes, just like every other farmer. All right. Um, F, we're on to F. Cannabis is placed under the regulatory control of the Department of Agriculture as provided in this act. There you go. G. Commercial growth, small farms, chemical extraction, and cannabis sales are not authorized within 1,000 feet of a public school. However, schools may operate cannabis education courses according to their own policies and discretion and may use plant material and live plants for demonstration and educational purposes. It should be taught the right way in school. Okay, H, cultivation of cannabis from home gardens may not be visible from a non-residential area from ground level without the use of, <laughs> this is where it gets crazy. Um, so if you have to use any of these things to see this, you're busting in on someone. Binoculars, infrared imaging, thermal imaging, or any other artificial surveillance equipment or other optical aids. Commercial farmlands and home gardens in rural areas are exempt from this visibility regulation. Because, yeah, if you just have your farm out in your field, then there it is. All right. Um, 3-3703, restrictions on government action. All right. Here we go. A, except as provided in this chapter, the state of Arizona is prohibited from taxing or regulating the use of cannabis for any purpose. For the purposes of this subsection, Use is defined as including, but not limited to, the possession, consumption, purchase, cultivation, production, manufacture, sale, transportation, importation, exportation, storage, and any other use for recreational, medical, spiritual, nutritional, commercial, and or industrial purposes. B, the state of Arizona shall not prohibit or restrict attorneys or other licensed professionals from advising, counseling, caring for, or representing persons or entities in the cannabis industry, even where such advice, counsel, care, and representation may cause the client to violate uh, federal law. Hmm. See, 
<clears throat> the state of Arizona is prohibited from the following activities. Oh, wow. Here we go. One, partnering, conspiring, arresting, detaining, information sharing, or participating with any other government entities, including but not limited to the federal government, local governments, international agencies, and governing bodies, Native American tribes, other American states, foreign governments, and private entities from administrating, enforcing, or facilitating the enforcing of any law or treaty pertaining to cannabis laws and regulations that restrict any activity that is authorized in this act. There you go. Two, using state or federal funds or monies to enforce any federal, local, international, or tribal laws or treaties pertaining to cannabis law and regulations that are different from the provisions prescribed in this act. Three, denying any privilege, license, registration, or benefit to a person based on that person's use of uh, cannabis pursuant to this act. Four, Arizona County sheriffs are obligated to protect and enforce citizens' individual liberty and property rights pertaining to cannabis under this act and shall detain and or arrest any federal, state, municipality, tribal, or private agent, foreign or domestic, that violates any part or portion of this act. Any government agents or government contractors acting as agents of the government or as a hired contractors that violates any portion of this act shall be guilty of a Class 5 felony. I know. Okay, <clears throat> discrimination prohibited, 3-3704. A, for the purposes of medical care, including organ transplants and blood transfusion, a person's use of cannabis shall not disqualify the person from medical care. <clears throat> yeah. B, no person shall be denied, uh, may be denied custody of or visitation or parenting time with a minor, and there is no presumption of neglect uh, or child endangerment for conduct allowed under this chapter. Cannabis shall not be a reason to remove a child from a parent's or legal guardian's custody. All children um, removed from homes or parents or legal guardians where such removal resulting from the use of cannabis by the parent or legal guardian shall be immediately returned to their parents or legal guardians. Good. Parents and legal, C, parents and legal guardians shall be permitted to administer cannabis additionally to minors under their care in a manner prescribed um, by the clinician managing their child's health care. Both of those. We have seen in the news so many times that children die after being taken away from their parents and put into foster care with just horrible situations or whatever. Um, and it's just not a good thing. You can, it's, can't do it. 3-3705, local control. A, local governments shall not prohibit the operation of cannabis-related businesses within their jurisdictions. A cannabis-related business shall only be zoned according to existing zoning ordinances pertaining to the type of commercial activity that the business is engaged in, including but not limited to retail, wholesale, manufacturing, processing, distributing, and storage. There you go. Meet. Except as provided in subsection A, a local jurisdiction shall not tax, regulate, or control the use Consumption, transdermal delivery, sale, transfer, growth, cultivation, manufacture, production, storage, possession, transportation, importation, or exportation of cannabis, cannabis food products, or cannabis products. C. Local governments shall not enact any zoning requirements that is discriminatory, prohibitive, or exclusive to a cannabis-related business. There shall be no restrictions of cannabis business. Uh, signage or promotional marketing or advertising. That. that is just a pain. Uh, D. Local government shall not enact any licensing fee or tax that is not provided for in this chapter. Hmm. E. Local governments 
shall not require anything more for the operation of a cannabis-related business than the standard transaction privilege tax license issued by the Arizona Department of Revenue or any business occupational license or sales or sales tax license issued by the locality in which the business is based and or operates if applicable. F. A cannabis-related business may be, may be required to undergo any inspection that are normally required for non-cannabis businesses of a similar type, such as restaurants, bakeries, manufacturing facilities, and commercial kitchens, unless otherwise exempted in this chapter. So they're basically the same place there, guys. Come on. We, no, if you want to own a cannabis business, go for it. Um, just don't go by the school. <laughs> G, uh, local business license. Here we go. One, the Department of Revenue and all local jurisdictions shall issue transaction privilege tax and business licenses or whatever other type of license that is generally issued or accepted by the local jurisdiction that authorizes the type of commercial activity that the business is engaged in, including, but not limited to, retail, wholesale, agriculture, manufacturing, processing, distributing, storage, um, and any other permits necessary to operate a cannabis-related business. Two, the local business license prescribed in subsection one shall be issued within 10 days after application. Two, no cannabis-specific licenses, permits, or fees shall be mandated or required, nor shall any licensed business license uh, or transaction privilege tax license be denied any cannabis-related business. Good. J. Local government shall not prohibit home gardens or any other cultivation or commercial um, spiritual or personal use of cannabis. K. Except as provided for in the subsections below, local governments may impose a retail tax on the sale of cannabis and cannabis products that shall not exceed the prevailing general retail sales tax that is particular to their jurisdictions and applicable to all other non-cannabis retail consumable or non-consumable products. Again, let's play fair. Uh, One, cannabis food products shall not be taxed. There you go. Two, there shall be no tax levied, imposed, or collected on cannabis or cannabis products that are sold by wholesalers, including distributors, producers, small farms, and home gardens, and any other person selling or resale. Three, no cannabis-specific taxes may be levied. Four, no cannabis-specific restrictions may be levied, uh, enacted, or enforced against signature for advertisement of cannabis, cannabis products, cannabis food products, or religious ministries. There you go. All right. Um, licensing. Getting down to the end of the show here. We'll read a little bit more, and then I want to read something else real quick here. Uh, 3-3706A, no permit, license, or tax shall be required for the manufacture, cultivation, transportation, or consumption of cannabis for personal use or for the transfer of cannabis to other persons for personal use who are at least 18 years of age. B, a person or entity operating a business for-profit from retail sales of cannabis or cannabis products shall obtain a transaction privilege tax license or any standard local tax and or businesses license that is generally applicable to the type of commercial activity that the business is engaged in and shall be subject to generally applicable uh, agricultural laws and regulations. No cannabis-specific licenses shall be mandated, enacted, or required and no cannabis-specific license fees shall be levied, enacted, mandated, required, or collected. No cannabis-specific taxes shall be levied, mandated, required, or collected. Um, okay. <clears throat> we'll just do one more here. See, a person who engages in the sale of cannabis lawfully produced at a home garden shall not be subject to licensing or taxation. No license shall be required for the home garden where the cannabis was lawfully produced. There you go, giving a little business to the uh, farmer's market guys. Yeah. All right, so just a quick note here. 
Um, oh, Illinois to become 11th state to legalize adult marijuana use. Illinois, um, it says it's likely to become the 11th state to allow small amounts of cannabis use. It, it did, did it not? <laughs> For after the Democratic-controlled House on May 31st and a legalization plan to Governor J.B. Pritzker for his signature. Governor Pritzker stopped marijuana legalization when campaigning to be governor. Those 21 and older would be able to buy marijuana at licensed dispensaries beginning next year under the legalization approved uh, on a vote of 66 to 47. Residents could possess up to one ounce and non-residents could have 15 grams. Hey, that's nice. Good job for non-residents. Originally intending to let everyone uh, grow five marijuana plants at home for personal consumption. Law enforcement opposition prompted lawmakers to restrict the five-plant home-grow limit only to qualified medical marijuana patients. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. Private property owners could restrict use. Landlords could ban marijuana on the property. And employers would still be allowed to maintain zero-tolerance policies towards marijuana use and the workplace. Um, it is time to hit the reset button on the war on drugs. The proposal sponsored uh, Chicago Democratic Rep. Kelly Cassidy said, we have an opportunity today to set the gold standard for a regulated market that centers on equity and repair. Uh, Pritzker called for legalization in his campaign for governor, arguing for its tax revenue potential and for freeing police to enforce more serious crimes. Yes, he claimed there would be $170 million in licensing fees in the first year, and a fully established industry could produce up to $1 billion annual in state revenue. The vote came in on the last day of General Assembly spring, which got extended in part because of the three-and-a-half-hour marijuana debate. Illinois would become the second state to endorse the idea through its legislature following Vermont last year. Ten states and the District of Columbia have uh, dropped pot prohibitions, many, uh, mostly through ballot initiatives. There you go. And we want to give another shout-out to Tumbleweed Cell Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down. Get all your CBD needs met. Uh, you don't have to have a card to get CBD. You can come on down. We have a whole lot of choices. Come get your card if you would want, like to do that and go to tumbleweedhealthcenter.com. And uh, if you have PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, uh, AIDS, chronic pain, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. In addition, you're eligible for medical cannabis if you suffer from a chronic or debilitating disease. Medical condition or treatment for a chronic or debilitating disease or a medical condition that produces or uh, severe and chronic pain, severe nausea, cachexia, wasting syndrome, seizures, including epilepsy, or severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Just give us a call, 520-838-4430. Uh, you can get us online at www.tumbleweedshealthcenter.com. And you can email Tucson at gmail.com. I like singing the Mickey Mouse song. <laughs> it's that time, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in each and every week. We'd like to thank our sponsors, Growers House and Can Help Online Digital Magazine. Next week, we will have Cannabis Kid back, and we will be interviewing the folks that wrote this very initiative we've been reading. So get your questions ready, and uh, we'll talk to them next week. Thank you, Silver Sisters, for tuning in. Thank you, everybody all over the world, for tuning in. We love the show, and we love you guys, and we really appreciate you um, hanging out with us each and every week. Next week's going to be a fun interview, so like I said, get your questions ready, and um, we'll see what uh, we got for uh, our DOC ballot initiative, and we'll get some signatures going out there. Have an awesome week. Remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. Happy week, day Wednesday, everyone. <laughs>